Welcome to the Sega Lounge, where we celebrate our love for all things Sega, including the games, the music, and the community. I'm your host, KC. Join me as I talk to different guests and learn more about their projects and passion for Sega. Welcome everyone to the Sega Lounge, to a very special episode of the Sega Lounge. With me, two legends of the Sega community. Okay. I, I was I was waiting I was waiting for the people like <laughs> to do like have a reaction like that, but no, okay, yes. Yeah. So I had we're, that reaction we're being serious. but silent I had that reaction but silently, but I didn't want to interrupt you, but I, I was like, Casey, you are the legend. We That's are being we are being serious. Okay, so two <laughs> legends of the Sega community. No, I, I actually am. We have Lime reversed. Hello, Lime. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, welcome. Welcome back. I Thank you for having to, me to the show. Yeah, and we also have James Skill Jim Brown. Hello, James. Hello. Thank you for having me as well. well welcome back as well to mm. the Skill Jim Lounge. I mean the Sega Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Probably uh, the person who's been on the show the most. Maybe Biz- bizarrely as well. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I don't know why you keep asking experience. me to come back. I, I wish you you could be here every week. I'm very very reliable. It's probably yeah. why I <laughs> come back. <laughs> and the most skilled. <laughs> and the most skilled. That's yeah. true. Uh, hence the name. So Lime and James are here with me this week to celebrate six months of Sonic Frontiers. Heck yeah! Right? Wow. Six months. It's crazy how how time flies. Uh, and uh, we have a f- like sort of a structure which is odd for this show, but we do have. A sp- little bit of a structure to uh, talk about like a before and after Sonic Frontiers from our own personal perspectives. Um, so by the time that people are listening to this show, Sonic Frontiers has been out for six months. We've played it. We've played the DLC as well, the first wave of DLC that's been released by Sega. We have our thoughts. We have our expectations for the future of Sonic and we'll all talk about that and, and share our feelings and our thoughts uh, on that. So I thought the, the best way to start this, to kickstart this conversation, guys, uh, was to share with the listeners how we all felt about the set of 3D Sonic before the release of Sonic Frontiers and maybe even before the announcement of uh, Sonic Frontiers and the concept that Sega was promoting with Sonic Frontiers. I guess we probably could have different points of view on this, but let's start with James. So how were you feeling about Sonic, about 3D Sonic specifically before Sonic Frontiers was the thing? Uh, Well, I don't know if I'm a a little bit of an oddity on this because maybe I'm just like a Sonic apologist. I was quite happy with 3D Sonic games. Um, I probably, the only one I didn't, particularly enjoy was Sonic Boom, Rise of Lyric or whatever it is, the you know, the one on the Wii yep. U. Yeah. But Lyric. every other Sonic game prior to that or after that since, you know, I've honestly really enjoyed I enjoyed Unleashed, uh, Generations. I'm a big fan of Lost World, to be honest. I know a lot of people don't like Lost World, but I, Same. I really enjoy it. Same. Yeah. Um <laughs> and even Forces. But obviously in hindsight, after playing Sonic Frontiers Forces kind of feels like it could just be DLC <laughs> um, for how how that game is. It's you know it's just literally is the 3D Sonic stages and not a lot else. And mm-hmm. uh, but I still enjoyed it at the time. I didn't think it was a bad game. I know a lot of people want 
or crying out for like an adventure three or whatever. And I do think we're going in good directions with that. But so far, over the course of you know the last 10, 15 years since Sonic Adventure 2, I've been very much pleased with 3D Sonic games for the most part. I know they keep sort of rehashing this 3D boost formula, the system, which works really well in Sonic Frontiers, so I'm not even that bothered that this they still continue with the 3D boost. And um, I even loved 06, so I'm just a weird Sonic apologist. <laughs> so <laughs> that that's me, really. Okay, that's great. I mean, don't say weird. Like, I, it's always better to like something than to not like something. It gives you happiness. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. No, for I do sure. get that. I just know a lot of people are, like, really down on Sonic 3D games for mm. some reason. Mm. Um, I mean, I can't see some points they come out with. You know, like, take 06, for example. It's like the laughing stock of the Sonic thing, but I honestly, yeah. I it felt like a Sonic Adventure three to me, and and it was only until I went to like message boards or you know seeing people's reactions online, probably like five or ten years later, that I even realised that people classed it as a bad game because I I thought it was a sick game at the time. I oh, thought yeah, Crisis I City mm-hmm. and you know the the demo that we got with the I forget the name of it, but it's like a um you know, night, night castles and that sort of stage. I forgot what the, the stage is called, but I, I, I loved those Sonic stages and I, I just expected the glitches, to be honest, after playing Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, where, you know, Sonic just randomly falls into the floor or, you mm. know, you go flying off a, a handrail into, you know, deep space and, <laughs> you know, when you didn't mean to go that way or the camera glitched. I just expected that. That wasn't like seeing that in 06 was like a massive, oh, you know, that's a mm makes this a bad game um so yeah i've always been pretty positive i guess for him for 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 me there it's like either the glitches are are there and 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 it's bad um and less about if i'm surprised if they're Mm. there or not if i expected them to be there, there or not i i don't necessarily think that uh surprise or expectations should be um factor in whether you judge a game as it is or or not like either it it it, it is there and it's bad when it happens or you know it's not there does 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 that make sense like should expectations really be a factor when you judge a game i think regarding games i think you should just play it because there's a lot of there's a lot of people currently at the moment that are saying shamu 3 is a bad game Mm. i've seen comments recently saying like it's unplayable, and I'm like thinking, like, have you actually played the game? Because it, it, <laughs> it is, it plays exactly like a Shamu game. Um, obviously, there's some bad things about about the game, story beats, and that sort of content-wise. But the actual gameplay is amazing. The the, the graphics are amazing. I, I think Shamu Three is an amazing game. So to to read people having these sort of comments, and then you've got people going off of that who like maybe were inquiring about the game so you know in this case Shenmue they were saying like oh I played the originals back in the day is it worth playing the third game and then people are saying don't bother with it mate it's you know it Mm. it was unplayable those are giving people expectations aren't they so people going into the Sonic series if I bet these these people that have watched YouTube videos of people slacking off Sonic 06 and they're like oh I'm never going to touch that game it sounds you know it's like the worst game ever made and they've got these preconceived thoughts that Sonic 06 is the worst game ever produced <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're never going to play it. So they would never, ever find out actually it is a pretty good game after all. You know, it's just got this 
negative oh yeah yeah, yeah. Connotation. definitely if it if it makes you not play the game at all because of the expectations oh yeah then i'm definitely with you that mm -hmm. definitely um, is that what you meant that's factor. that's the way i was thinking yeah okay okay i think more than expectations or if if the thing is there or not is does it change or affect your enjoyment the enjoyment you take out of the out of the game because there are no perfect games, right? There are maybe mm. close to perfect. Well, Shamu. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. But always from a subjective perspective. Yeah. Right? A perfect yeah. game for one person may not be the a perfect game for the uh, the next one. So yeah, I think with my in, in jumping into my own feelings towards 3D Sonic before Frontiers, um, I really enjoyed Sonic Adventure and Adventure 2. In hindsight, and as time went by, less so Adventure 2. Mate, I'm exactly the same with you there. That's, that's weird. I think I've, I've heard people recently say that Adventure has aged poorly. I think it's the other way around. I think Adventure, for me, obviously, yeah. I've, I much more enjoy play, replaying Adventure and I do that every so often, um, and not so much adventure two. I cannot mm -hmm. like I can't like sit through a whole playthrough of the hero story, for example, of adventure two. Uh, but I can do like a Sonic and Tails playthrough, for example, in one sitting, yeah. and that's fine with me. I, I can, and I enjoy it, and I have fun, and I probably will return the next day to do other stories. But I digress. The thing is. Glitches or not, very, very long loading screens or not, looking <laughs> at you, 06. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> the thing is, do you enjoy the games? Do you, in, For me personally, do I enjoy that game? Do I have fun playing it? If so, awesome. Mm -hmm. And what I've felt with many, I'm not going to say most, but many of like the most recent or the you know, 3D Sonic games is I don't enjoy myself as much as I used to. Um, there are exceptions. I really enjoyed Lost World. And I know I'm not probably in the... We are in the minority here, James, I think. I really enjoyed Colors. Mm -hmm. Unleashed not so much, although that's probably on me. How so? I was really, really let down with, with Sonic Unleashed when it released. But n nowadays, I can go back and understand the the merits of that game and what it did for 3D Sonic and the boost system and stuff like that. Uh, I, can, I can find myself enjoying that game more than when it first came out. Let down in what way? I, I w probably expectations. There we yeah, go again, yeah. right? Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. what I expected that game to be. I expected like uh, a better Sonic 06, <laughs> perhaps. Oh, yeah. Maybe something more akin to the the the, the initial the, the adventure games, maybe. Yeah. Was that was that more the one that polished? followed Adventure 6, was it unleashed? It was, wasn't it? Yes, it was 08, so I think 2008. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, so I can kind of see where you're going out there. You'd think they'd improve on that formula. Probably. And yeah. the, the, the to be fair, the Sonic stages are great. Yeah, they are most absolutely of them. amazing. Most opinion. of them. I, yeah. I, I yeah. love them. I agree with that. Um, but I, I was really upset with the whole Werehog thing. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and 
in hindsight, I can go back and find some merit in that, in those stages as well. Um, but my feelings towards like 3D Sonic, mixed bag, I, I think, mixed bag of emotions as well. Some games really uh, resonated with me, while others not so much. I don't think, for example, Forces was that bad of a game. It was just meh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. was a game. It was yeah. like something I played, completed, maybe returned to a couple of times, but never really felt like, oh, this is an amazing experience that I want to replay, you know, come back to all over again. And so before Frontiers was announced, um, and even after it was announced, I was not really expecting much from 3D Sonic going forward. Um, I. There's also the problem of having like a divided fan base that once Sega have put out so many different things, so many different uh, little gimmicks and stuff throughout the years in Sonic games that different people want different things. And now you have mm-hmm. a divided fan base and everyone's like uh, pushing for, bring back this, bring back that, do this, do that, and you won't be able to please everyone uh and so my feelings were okay let's see what frontiers is but i'm not really expecting much to be honest i wonder what the younger audience wants from a sonic game because obviously i know my our demographic is like middle-aged men that want to you know adventure because they've got like this (laughs) young adults i think okay uh, yeah 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 sorry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but do, do you know what I'm, what I'm asking there? It's like, what what do you think the younger audience want? Do you think they're happy with these forces, frontiers, you know, these random um, style of game, or they want something a bit more child friendly, or do even they want sh- a Sonic Adventure three or something? I, I don't think so. <laughs> I I don't think they they want Sonic Adventure three. I, I do you think I, they want Sonic Origins? That, that's for plus? the. <laughs> Oh, definitely not. <laughs> but uh, I, I think I think Sonic Adventure Three is a middle-aged uh, demographic thing. I think. Right. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no idea what the younger audience wants. I think probably maybe boost. Sonic Boom Two. Sonic Boom Two or something. Mm. Oh, please, no. <laughs> maybe I don't know. I think don't even put like, that out. Boost. In the boost to win. <laughs> I have, I have, I have no idea how. To be honest, Sega actually know how they are able to like uh, figure out and decide what to do yeah, with like this cater, franchise. Cater to everyone, they can't. It's not possible. We've no. we've established that. But how do they decide which parts of the audience they cater to? Mm. But uh, I think that's a whole whole other topic to discuss on another time what about you lime yeah for me it has been just very much up and down to be honest i i, I absolutely loved generations absolutely loved it um like you you both like sonic world for 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 me i i i, I do think that overall it was a good game, so I do agree with that. 
it was just some things that I've just absolutely raged over. Like, I don't know, like stereotypical characters that like some of them were in my in, in my opinion quite offensive even <laughs> okay um who are you thinking of i'm thinking of xena like that was okay like the offensive stereotypes of women baked into one character like so are they the the deadly six or whatever yeah exactly yeah, yeah. okay exactly like and after defeating Cena, what, what, one more, uh, one time, do you know what she says to Sonic? Call me. <laughs> <laughs> we are Sonic. We defeated Cena, and Cena goes, "Call me." Come uh, on, that makes no sense. It's, that's just a guy going like, "Oh, what do women say?" Oh, you don't never call me. So we're gonna have Cena say that. Holy crap! It just mm, no. Please no. Like you go up to her and she goes like, "What? No flowers?" Yeah, that's another thing that women say, don't they? <laughs> oh, come on! It annoyed, it annoyed the crap out of me. And like then, the, the, then there were the chow, the, the chow missions. Like, hey, collect five hundred rings. Collect seven hundred and fifty rings. Collect a thousand rings. Collect a hundred and twenty-five rings. Collect uh, uh the collect no uh, no collect one thousand two hundred and fifty rings. And then collect one thousand five hundred rings. Then it goes on up to four thousand five hundred rings. And then it's like clear a zone with fifty rings. Clear a zone with seventy five rings. Goes up to three hundred and fifty. And it just continues like that with tedious missions. Like it's just so goddamn interesting, uninteresting in my opinion. See, oh, th th oh. that's the, the funny thing here, because we, we're all coming from different perspectives. So uh, what I take away from what I'm saying is he values story a lot more than I do. Yeah. Right? And yeah, yeah. he's looking at it from the perspective of a completionist as well. Yes. Because yes. you yeah. you, you've been 100% in games. Yes. And so you have a different perspective. Yeah. Yep, yep. I, if I don't have fun with missions, I just don't do them. Yeah. Uh, but you want to like complete I need to the do game, it. I so you need to do, to do everything. Do yeah. <laughs> one time, because of a mission, I, I needed to just go to a place because one mission is jump two hundred and fifty times, and so you you just get to a place and you just <laughs> start jumping, and it's so tedious. Why is that even there? Oh, oh, it it, it it that also annoyed me. But yes. If you're not a completionist like me, you're not gonna have that experience. If you don't care about the the the, the story, though, this was, in my opinion, just so much in your face. I I, I just could not ignore that. Um, sure. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. If if you ignore the, those parts, I do definitely think that it was a well-made game. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and three three D Sonic yeah. overall. Yeah, the, 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 the three D Sonic overall. <sighs> Before Sonic, Frontiers, that is. Yeah. Again, uh, up and down. Did not like the Sonic Lost World that much. Sonic Boom to me, I did. I definitely felt alienated there. So I was like, overall, just feeling like, okay, maybe Sonic games are not for me anymore because they are obviously not catering to someone like me so i was i was having thoughts about just like maybe abandoning the whole thing 
all I was together. honestly, I was worried myself when I stopped when they did that Sonic boom. I thought they were going to change Sonic and the looks of every character, and that was going to be it for the future. You know, like they did with the turtles. I think they like rebranded the turtles, and it was like it was that for like ten years. And I was feeling a little bit disappointed when I did see how they came out with the the new character designs. I'm glad it was like one game, <laughs> mm. one TV series, mm. um, which was actually fun. The this, TV series. oh, the TV series is yes, great. Yeah, yes. yeah. And the second, yeah, probably the second 3DS game was fun as well. Oh yeah, I forgot about them. Yeah, first one, okay, yeah. Maybe that's why we we got a second 3DS game and not a second. Mm. <laughs> Wii game or Wii U game, mm. yeah. But you were saying like mixed feelings then. Yeah, very mixed, uh, up and down. Because then Sonic uh, Forces came out, and yeah, you know, I and I did and enjoyed that, even though you know there are some gameplay uh, elements that could have been 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 better. The game kind of many times takes away momentum for from you, which is. Uh, why I'm feeling that the gameplay, you know, is could be better, uh, and why I feel like it's kind of meh a little bit. Um, other than that, Sonic Forces was everything I ever wanted in a Sonic game on paper. So it just proves that it it's not necessarily the idea; it's the execution of that idea. Wow, powerful words there. Powerful words. <laughs> What did you guys think of the the storybook games on the Wii? I know that's going back quite a while, but it's just something I thought about the yeah the secret rings and the Black Knight. Mm, mm. Mm. I I personally enjoyed them, uh, but again, not something I would see myself. I I finished them, like completed them, not like hundred percent, but finished the, the main story. Went back for some missions and uh, whatnot, mostly secret rings. Mm -hmm. But um, they were not exactly the Sonic games I was expect or I wanted to play. Mm. So they yeah. were fun for what they were. I think I spent the most time with secret rings because... Um, I don't know. I don't know why, because looking back, the controls were awkward and interesting idea, but probably not the best execution as well. But again, not really what I wanted from a Sonic game. So yeah, fun mm -hmm. for a while. I, I that that is definitely my take as well. I enjoyed like I hundred percent uh, Secret Rings. I haven't touched Black Knight, so I can't say anything about that. But all right. Uh, so Sonic in the Secret Rings, I did definitely enjoy it for what it was and the challenges and, and everything. If someone would ask me, okay, so is this what you want Sonic games to be now from now on? Heck no. <laughs> it's definitely not what I want a Sonic game to be, but I enjoyed it for what it is. Interesting. Yeah. What about you, James? Uh, yeah, I think in agreeance with you guys, I enjoyed Secret Rings more than Black Knight. Um I don't know what it was about Black Knight. I just felt like it was a little bit more tedious to play than Secret Rings, um, with the sword mechanic as well. Uh, but also the music was great in Secret Rings. That's probably like kept yes. me playing it more so as well, just because the music was so good. Um, 
which I do find in a lot of these games, to be honest, like the music, sonic music across the board is just insane. So even if a bad game, uh, I'm playing a bad game, like a bad Sonic game, the music sort of glosses over that a little bit as well. <laughs> and uh, yeah. you kind of want to keep playing it. It's, you know, some of the, the music, just thinking about it in Lost World, makes me want to play Lost World. Because Definitely. when I hear that song, I'm like, oh, God, that, you know, that, that stage is actually really good, you know. Um, and then I'll boot it up on Steam or something. So it's like, even like the music in Sonic can kind of attach you to fond memories for a game. Yeah, for yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. The music, I think probably the exception is Sonic Boom in that yeah. regard as well, which had yeah. like a... I can't even remember the music. Generic, exactly. Generic like soundtrack, so... Eh. Yeah, but it's, it's a lot more atmospheric music than yeah, yeah, yeah. anything else. Other than that... Every Sonic game has amazing music. And that's something that makes it harder, at least for me, to hate Sonic games. <laughs> so, <'cause laughs> Even though you're trying music, very hard. <laughs> at least the music is awesome. So we can't mm. really hate the game. It's not really that bad. At least the music. But yeah. I, I don't think I, I don't think hate is the, the most appropriate word for any Sonic game, actually. No. There's always something that you can like look at and see and say okay this is this is okay this is decent at least there, there's not been any sonic game that i played through so far that i've not felt compelled to sing along to yep yeah and i think we'll we'll when we get to the the dlc for frontiers the music yeah. will come up again so yeah it's it's a, a, a something nice to have like all the this classic iconic music play while you're like zooming through the 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 open worlds of Sonic Frontiers. But now that we've established how we were feeling towards Sonic and 3D Sonic before Frontiers, uh, very briefly, guys, when the game was first announced, we got like a teaser, and then as time went by, we got more information looking back and i was thinking about this earlier today there were many different reactions as time mm. went as the months went by mm. there was like uh, people that were uh, very hyped for the game but then everyone hated one of the gameplay trailers or something and then everyone was hyped again because some like yeah. A news outlet played the the game and they said it was good. So, how were you guys feeling before you actually got to play the game? What were your expectations? Were you like hyped for the game? Were you feeling like I should temper my enthusiasm here and maybe not not get so hyped? See, like Lime's point about the expectation expectations sort of thing. Like you were saying, I think it was IGN that put out really bad gameplay footage because I don't know if the guy wasn't too familiar with Sonic. He kept getting a hit and, you know, it just looked a bit clunky to play. Mm -hmm. So expectations at that time were a little worrisome going from, you know, the original hype of the trailers and stuff. And then people sort of had this sort of mindset where it, oh, it's going to be another bad 3D Sonic game. And, you know, a lot of people went on YouTube to say, oh, look how bad this is looking. It's not shaping up too great mm. um and then obviously 
I actually went to EGX in London and got to play the demo. And as soon as I, I touched the controller and I felt how it played, zooming around and sort of this, this, it was the first world that you can play for like 20 minutes maybe before the demo ended. And any expectation of like worry I had was completely gone because I just, I knew it was, it was going to be a good game after all because it just felt really, really slick. And it's just like Lime was saying earlier, I think if you've got any expectations, I think you just need to sit down and play the game yourself to fully know what you're dealing with because hearing people's opinions, reviews, seeing trailers and maybe having some doubts don't really give the complete story, the complete picture and you don't really get the justice out of it until you actually sit down and play a game for yourself and make up your mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah I I absolutely uh, agree with that. Like you need to, like, you you need more information before you can actually judge a game, right? Like the first view that we got from the game was basically just how it looked, like the graphics of it. We saw vistas, we saw no enemies, we saw like nothing really that had to do with the gameplay. We just saw uh, different. Um, views of the environment basically and like i guess we saw something afterwards there and i was cautiously optimistic because it looks very empty but you know we don't know what they're gonna fill it with so why go with that and go like oh this is gonna be a bad game it's just like you know i i don't have enough information yet like the only thing that we know so far because I, I know that most of, many other people also kind of went the bad route there ah, it's gonna be an empty empty game and i'm like but we we, we don't know that yet yes we do we're, we're the internet <laughs> yeah indeed like <laughs> they have only shown what, what what it's gonna look like like they haven't shown any any gameplay yet so like there was no information to take from, so I was like cautiously optimistic because it looked awesome. Mm. Really, I think that's a good choice of words. Cautiously optimistic, I think. Yeah, mm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's Same. Where I was at. Same. Yeah, yeah. I I was maybe a little let less optimistic, but still cautious. So because <laughs> I I I wasn't hyped at all until maybe like a month before the game came out. I think, when was EGX? Probably like a month or two before the launch of the game, right? James? I think so, yeah. I think, I it, think was, so. it was pretty soon. Maybe if the game came out in November, did it? I think it was maybe yeah. September. Yeah, I possibly. think so. So that's when yeah. I started uh, like seeing people who have had actually played the game. Uh, probably you, you as well. We probably had a chat about something yeah. else and then... Probably, Frontiers yeah. came up, and that's when I started getting a little bit hyped and more optimistic. Uh, so, but I wasn't expecting too much of the game anyway. Uh, so, yeah, hmm. yeah. I, I I started to like. There was one trailer that really just flipped it around for me, and it was the first trailer where you saw the squid. I was like, squid. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy. Wow. What What is this? And I started to go like, oh, there are going to be more surprises like that. It's going to be so fun running around the, this, this, these islands and explore and see new stuff. 
and I was I started to believe. I, I started to become a believer. Then you saw her face. No. Okay. <laughs> 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 and you saw Sonic's face. So the squid. Then you when, saw the when squid. I saw, when I saw the face of the squid. The squid. Yes. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay, that was before, obviously, and we've spent uh, a few minutes talking about the the pre frontiers, before frontiers, BF, uh, BSF, maybe, and now we have the after frontiers. Mm. Uh, so ultimately, and in a, a very like uh, streamlined way, is this a good Sonic game or not? Yes. <laughs> Is that streamlined enough? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have one yes. Lime? Y yes, definitely. It is. Can we get three yeses? Yes, we can. Yes. <laughs> it is It is a good Sunday game. I think so. <laughs> I think so too. But now comes the hard part. Why is it a good Sunday game? Mm. Uh, or maybe not so hard. Um, I don't know. What, what makes it a good Sonic game for you guys? Okay, but for, for, first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna be shallow and say it's it is such a beautiful game. Like, sure, graphics should maybe not be that important, but oh my gosh, it's so beautiful, and that actually that that is a factor for me. Apparently, that really takes me in. Um, just the idea now you can ask Sonic run up enemies. That is freaking badass. I absolutely love that you can do that. Like the, of course, story. I do like <laughs> that, that they did not do like a childish feeling story this time. They actually dared to touch on the deeper stuff. I was absolutely gutted and like blown away when Tails just started asking questions like, Am I a burden to you? Holy crap. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, of course, the one and not only, but like the, 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 the one main factor for me, every boss, every boss is last boss quality. The music, the moves that you do, the badass moves that you do. Oh, oh, oh I love that. I absolutely love that so much. I think that's a, a pretty good answer, yes. James? Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know if fans were expecting this, going back to like how Sega caters to their audience, like were the fans wanting, crying out for like an open world Sonic game? Possibly. But honestly, it kind of blew me away that that is what we got. We we did get this literal open world to run around, explore, um, and it's just so smooth and slick, like I was saying, how you can just hop from rail to rail to you know, into homing attacks, pop, pop, pop balloons, you know, you fall down, hit a ramp, you know, it's so seamless. It's, it's, it's insane, really. It's like, I don't even know how the devs planned out to put a rail here, you know, a rail there. Like I was going for all the memory tokens um, that are pictured on the map. Like I, I did literally go around and collect all of them, even though it was like no benefit to doing that, mm -hmm. um, no achievement or anything, but just how they planned them all out is like just insane mm. to me. Um, how smooth and these like you'd, you'd expect maybe one to be like um, the haphazardly 
put a rail a bit too far away. But no, everything was like perfectly placed. It was like, it's so good how you can, like I say, seamlessly combine combinations of Sonic's moves. And yeah. um, towards the end of the game, you know, I, I was a, a whiz with the controller, you know, slamming down on the floor, mm. um, stomping. You know, you, you really, your hands feel like the button placement and how they went with the mapping. At first I was like, you know, when you've got a, a row of rings and like previously it was like Y on the Dreamcast controller to like. Yeah. 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 I, it took me a little bit. I was like, I'm sure I'm sh- I should be able to do something with these rings. And I didn't realize it was like left click. But oh, yeah. then in the end of it, like it just really, it just the button mapping was great, I thought. Um, I loved having that combination of like the cyber stages within the open world. So you, you've got that, that whole boost. And this is why I was saying a little bit earlier that forces felt like it potentially could just have been DLC in the end for Sonic Frontiers because you've got the whole game's worth of cyber stages as well so when you're actually playing through the cyber stages you're playing through like the second game that we know and love from the previous 3d sonic games combined with this like brand new open world stuff um and i just enjoyed the whole experience i don't think there was a bad moment in the game um i know you mentioned the storyline story-wise probably wasn't my favorite if i'm being honest i felt like uh constantly finding the characters talking to them and then, oh, they've moved over to a different part of the map. I'll run over there, talk to them. They've moved again. That bit oh, was like a little bit... like the way you find the story? Yeah, that, that mm. like the text story aspect of that was a little bit strange for me. Mm. And I wasn't really getting too much out of those conversations. But the actual cutscene moments, and especially towards the end of the game with, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but like with Robotnik and, um, you know... Is it, is, is it, I, I won't mention it. Okay, I won't, I won't go into that. You know <laughs> what I mean? It was it was taking me back to like the ending of Sonic Adventure Two. You know, with yes. Shadow and Maria and all that sort of stuff. It was like, yes. right, right. And I do Agreed. feel like they've gone out of the way to put in these little subtle Sonic Adventure sort of stuff in there. Obviously, we've got the, the some of the cyber stages are like literal recreations of Sonic Adventure stages, which is amazing, and other games worth, but the Sonic Adventure stuff is like the stuff that I was like, oh my god, I'm th- I feel like I'm playing City Escape here. I feel like mm. I'm playing Metal Harbor, you know, I could tell. And you are. And you are, yeah. So you've got some Sonic Adventure nods there. Just, it left me feeling like maybe the next game, I would not would not be surprised at this point if they did say, oh, next game is going to be Sonic Adventure 3. <laughs> mm. Just the way, it, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? With all these little Thing. Unless they were just catering to those type of fans, catering to, to to the other fans as well, it's it was just a great mix of content, beautifully packaged <laughs> mm-hmm. into one one game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. I I think there was a lot of fan service, mm. even in the the story. There were story moments that were actually not too other specific moments in previous games, including Forces, for example, everyone's mm. favorite. Mm. Uh, but they were they were actually catering f- to the fan base in that way, I think. All the nods to previous, you know, all the Easter eggs, if you will. There are some jokes there that I absolutely yes. like, laughed out loud too. Yeah, yeah. So that's for the the hardcore fans, I think. Speaking of why I think it's a good game as well, I think you've m- mostly covered everything that I feel is good about this game as well. Uh, I really I was playing it earlier before we started recording. I actually lost track of time because I was having so much fun just doing what James mentioned, like 
riding through rails and jumping and popping balloons and uh, getting used to the controls again. I hadn't played in a while. Yeah. Uh, and it, uh, I had uh, some muscle memory, but not everything came like perfectly uh, well to me again. So I, I had to get used to, to the, 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 like the button mapping again, but it didn't take so long and it was really, really fun. And I do agree that graphics are important in this game, especially. Think if you have like an open world, like a vast uh, island to explore. If everything looks like crap, it's not fun. Mm -hmm. If if you look in the distance and all you see is like pixelated stuff, <laughs> that's not fun. Uh, I know people complained about like um, pop ups and and like. Uh, I, I don't know where you guys played the the game. I played it on the the Xbox One, so PS5, not the most. PS Five, yeah. Okay, yeah. so maybe you had a. I I heard that everyone had the same experience, no matter what the the the, the console was or the the PC. But um, there were some graphical glitches here and there, and things that popped up. I know, like pop rails like, or pop yeah. in, yeah. Um, but I don't think I never felt like it hindered my abilities or my progress or like uh, in any way harmed my gameplay. So hmm. it did for I me. I don't know if you had. Oh, it did. Okay. Yeah, like I needed to get all of the memory tokens right, and there were definitely some places. Uh, where I just could not figure out how to get to one of the memory tokens because uh, like whole structures were not even visible. And okay. so then when I got to where I needed to be and like I just randomly found a place, then the structure was there and then I was like, oh, this is how I get there. Like yeah. in, in, in a game when you should be able to explore and go around and you see that memory token, and, oh, I'm going to get to there you're going to need to see how you get there. And if like the platforms are invisible, it's um, hindering uh, mm. in my experience. Yeah, they were definitely okay. like some, some were placed a little bit too high. I think that was the problem. So like mm. you'd, you'd see the icon on the map and you'd be like standing under the map and the icon would disappear and you're like, well, looking up, looking, you know, looking all around to see where you'd even start from. Yeah. Um, and because you haven't got that reference point apart from a little icon, on the mini map, it was that was I, I do agree that pop in there was probably the only issue. Uh, other, otherwise, like just running around the stage, stuff was coming in before I got to it, so it wasn't like I'm jumping for a rail and then the rail appears or disappears or something. You yeah, know what I mean? it wasn't yeah. it wasn't mm -hmm. anything like that. Yeah. It was literally just the memory token aspect. Yeah, because um, like mo most of the times, in order to figure out how to get, because like it is kind of a puzzle, how do I get to that uh, m memory token? And most yeah. of the times, I could just like follow the thing, uh, like oh, okay, so I get there, I get there, and then like I ran a little bit, and like oh, I need to start all the way over here, but I was able to follow that because I saw the structure all of the way. Um, so it's 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 kind of. I needed. think I think my experience with that specific uh, issue was not even like pop in, but more like where do I find the rail? Where in that huge structure? I uh, maybe not right here. I need to go around the structure and find the 
the spring or the rail or the the balloon or the enemy that I have to do a homing attack in to find yeah. a way up there because I can see it's here the the whatever token it is it's here but I need to go up how do I go up yeah, and that's yeah. for me was more like a, of an issue of figuring out how to find the the entry point if you will mm, and not mm. really like a graphical issue or yeah. a, a pop in or yeah. something that I that I was supposed to be seeing and I was not seeing yeah for for yeah for, for me the I, problem I'm blaming was, myself mostly yeah, that's but what I'm, I mean for 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 me there the problem was that when I didn't find the entry point most of the times it was because I just couldn't see the structure because it wasn't loaded in yet. So that, that yep. that's why it's a graphical issue for me. It was still like satisfying when you did find what you needed to do to get to it, and then you got you you got it, and you're like, oh yes, yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So Heck even yeah. though it was like a little bit annoying, like you say, Casey, it was like yeah. it was still kind of a puzzle. Um, I, I don't know if it was intended to be like that, mm. um, but you know, finding the st- spring that started the progress to reach it ends up being still quite fun once you get there. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What about fishing guys? <laughs> Big oh. fishing. <laughs> oh. I had fun with fishing. I don't know. It wasn't something that I, I took a long time doing, but whenever I did it, I had fun. I wanted, I mostly did it for, uh, for the trophy. Yeah. For the achievement. Mm. Yeah. Maybe for the cocoa as well, because well, you, you could you could trade. Things. Oh, that as well. Yeah. yeah, you had like story bits. Yeah, yeah. You could you could get by trading tokens in for for those Eggman things, and mm. uh, and for cocoa as well. Because you and and um, what do you call them? The ones that there are two type types of tokens. You have memory tokens, but you also have the other ones that give you powers. Yeah, the seeds. The seeds, yes, exactly. So you could also trade in tokens for fishing tokens for those seeds and for cocoa. So that's mostly why I fished. But also was a lot of like, not I wouldn't say a lot of fun, but it was funny at least to see Sonic like holding a tire with like a face like, whoa, that's what I got. (laughs) Or like uh, a... Yeah, or Batnik with... Like some some weird faces, like oh, this is what I got, and Mm. big yay! So that was funny, at least a little Mm. bit funny. So yeah, yeah. 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 I was a bit overwhelmed with the currency at first. Actually, now you mention all those different types of tokens because you got the seeds, the memory tokens, the purple coins. Uh, You know, they seemed quite a lot of things. The cocoa at first, but actually, it was very simple once you understand what yeah. each thing does and like when you get to those fishing shops and you're faced with all these things it, it did overface me a little bit at first but actually um it all worked out really well mm-hmm. hmm. yeah so one thing i wanted to mention and, and we we obviously like the game but was it <laughs> everything everywhere all at once <laughs> was it like w- was movie? It like, <laughs> like I, I, don't, I haven't seen the film either but i like just we're saying like trying to put everything in the game mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and was it all although good not great and was it all like just a, a, a 
let's put this in and this and this and that and this and this Easter egg and this story as well and this gameplay mechanic and this pinball game and this like mm-hmm. hacking game with with a, an awesome soundtrack as well. They also had uh, like Ikaruga. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. The hacking. The hacking missions. <laughs> the or hacking, whatever. Yeah, indeed. With, yeah. with a great song. Was it too much? And and could it have been less and more polished? Oh, it definitely could have been more polished. Um, like speaking of expectations, I, I feel like usually when you talk about people having you know, at high high expectations, then you can get disappointed. I think for me, um, my hype and my therefore kind of higher expectations made me have a um, like maybe give it a little bit too much credit. Uh, more credit than it deserved. Like my brain went went there. I was expecting positive things, and so that's what I saw. But mm-hmm. like recently, now when I've cooled down a little bit and now started to do the challenges, I've noticed like lots of things that I'm like, why is this a thing? Like it, um, I've, I've, I've. Like one thing that I've I've realized is that the drop dash, it it kind of works as a drop dash in Sonic Boom. Like okay, it's not really drop dash there; it's a spin dash there. But like you you get like initial speed, but then it stops you to a complete halt before you can actually continue, hmm. which is very weird. Which has made it like when I needed to do. Because when you do extreme mode, you have very, like, you basically need to do at least the cyberspaces that I did to get I get an S rank there. You need to basically do, like, a perfect run, no mistakes. So I tried experimenting with uh, Drop Dash, and I just didn't find any uses for it. Because it just, it never actually got me there faster, because it got me to that complete halt. But then I realized that, Oh, it only gets me to that complete halt when I press forward and do the drop dash at the same time. If I don't press forward, then Sonic suddenly does not come to that complete halt anymore, which is weird. But so I need to let go of the forward button, which also slows me down, which still kind of made it a little bit, you know, not usable to get there faster because the, the amount that I slowed down was you know enough to kind of negate the speed that the drop dash gave me so like i just found i I found some places where the drop dash could be useful but like it was a very 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 narrow uh selection of Mm -hmm. situations but i'm like how does me pressing forward make (laughs) sonic come to a complete halt how does that make sense it does not and it's like i need i i I need to press the button three times in order to do it It, and so in order to actually do the thing i need to i need to press the button three times and then like let think of letting go of the uh, joy con stick not joy con stick the the stick the thingy stick the analog yeah the, the analog stick and then like do the drop dash 
and then just time starting to press forward at the right time. Like it feels like a cheat, entering a cheat code or something. <laughs> I'll um, be honest, Slime, until you mentioned the drop dash, I completely forgot about it because I don't think yes. I've ever used it at all. <laughs> yeah. But like, but, but if you yeah. want to, probably if you want to get the S ranks in a higher difficulty, you need to, do, to use anything you can or everything you can, right? Yeah. And like, then there's one more thing that I, that I want to mention, which also came. Um, to me when I started to try to do the cyberspace stages with precision, um, trying to jump up on like these narrow platforms or like maybe you run past something and and you want to go back. Like if you want to try to control Sonic in the air, he moves in a weird way. He does. Yeah. Uh, Like uh, it is. Momentum. Yeah. Uh, and and it's like, if I wanna, if I in the air, want to go in the opposite direction, Sonic just just go like a uh, hundred and eighty. He does a U turn, which means that he, for example, turns to the left first. He's like, like a car, into yeah. you think of like the mechanics yeah. of a car, yeah, yeah. And then like pushes me to the side, which as sometimes it's because it's not like a. Uh, it, it is a significant uh, distance that Sonic goes to the side, which has pushed me over the edge to death several times, just because Sonic does that U-turn and doesn't just go backwards. And with precision, when you need to like jump up those things, it is very relevant. You need the control. You don't want Sonic to go in a direction that you're not even pushing. How is that a thing? It's <laughs> very like it, it, It's been several times where I'm like, run past something and like, oh no, I was supposed to jump on that uh, bounce pad, try to go back, but then it was too close to the edge and like just try to push back. So it goes to the left, over the edge, died for that reason. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. is that a thing? I have no idea. And like, I feel like it's things... worse in the cyber stages. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, um, I'm only talking about the cyber stages now. Right. Uh, uh, like the drop dash or like the U-turn thing, it's not at all a thing. In uh, I, I think maybe the U-turn thing might be a little of a thing, uh, but like the drop dash, it's definitely not a problem in the um, like outside of the, of the cyberspace. So, like many things in the controls, it's completely different for some reason in the cyberspace Strange. when they really didn't need to be different. Mm-hmm. Do all. I remember hearing something about like two different teams worked on like some? What team worked on the open world and a team worked on the cyber stages or are making that But up? they would still have to work from the same movement. Yeah, yeah the moveset right? is the same, right? Yeah. You'd have thought so, yeah. Hmm. What, one more thing that I absolutely have to mention. Yes. That because I I um I, I played Sonic Forces a, a, a little bit today and I realized that wow. The 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 homing attacks feel so much more responsive here. And then I remember Frontiers. In Forces, the, it okay. feels more responsive okay. than okay. Frontiers. Yep. Yes. Because yep. uh, uh, in the cyberspaces, uh, at least, I counted the time. Like you press the homing attack button, and it sometimes it takes up to like one or two seconds before Sonic actually responds to it. One or two seconds after you press the homing attack button, Sonic starts to actually homing attack. That is baffling to me. Why is that a thing? That's actually something that I've real not 
the comparison between forces and frontiers, but uh, how more, how much more difficult it is to do what you want in the cyber stages or cyberspace stages than in the open world. Hmm. Yeah, and the the homie attack is is an example as well. Like even getting the lock on uh, on enemies takes is not as smooth, not as quick as with uh, when you're in the open world. I think. Yeah, maybe. I I never. <laughs> I don't think I've ever ever even thought about this before this conversation. I've realized that, but never thought about the reasons why. Maybe I just assumed it's like it's a challenge mode. It's a challenge part of the game, so it's a little bit bit trickier, maybe. But it doesn't make much sense since you're like you said, you're we, we're using the same move set. We're like yeah. in the same game, so mm. maybe it's just because mm. it's forcing you forward more. Maybe like down a like a linear path. It's like. It wants you to go this way, so there's like parameters set to sort of keep you on track, but those parameters are like stopping you from when you want to veer because you you, like, you need to veer off. There's like sort of holding Sonic back almost. <laughs> yeah, possibly, mm. possibly. Mm -hmm. So what we're saying is Sonic Frontiers is a bad game, right? So <laughs> We've now changed our minds, and yeah, no, I'm kidding. No, but like I, I, I definitely like I streamed it yes yesterday, and I definitely raged so much because when you are put in a situation where you have to now do very difficult things, you need to be able to trust the controls and the gameplay and feel that you are the one in control you need the precision there and that is obviously not there it is actually so uh, much much missing that it screwed me up several times and that's not a good experience mm -hmm. hmm. i definitely felt it a little bit when i was going for because obviously the dlc is out now and you've got the the challenge mode uh, and the boss rush, and like in the cyber sta cyberspace stages of the the challenge rush mode, where you like you, you're trying to get through them and do S ranks, it has screwed me up a, a few times. I know exactly what you mean. Like a whole run has been let down because Sonic's momentum was just awkward, mm, but yeah. it hasn't. It, it wasn't like devastating, you know. Like I can imagine now we've unlocked this extreme difficulty, which I think is what you were talking about, Brian, where it's like yeah. the timing is extremely crucial yeah. that is literally hair pulling moments i can imagine indeed yeah indeed mm -hmm. like i wouldn't have, like i obviously didn't mind it uh before but now specifically when i needed to be able to trust it i couldn't it was definitely like mm, frustrating yeah if if every like not even second but like millisecond counts yeah indeed. whatever if thing in the game doesn't really work as intended screws you over and you're upset obviously yeah yeah when i mentioned the everything everywhere all at once thing 
I both meant it as a compliment. <laughs> and yeah, that is an amazing movie. I've I haven't seen, seen it. it. I know I, it, it should be, but I haven't seen it. But I, I just, I, I like the concept of Sonic Team or Sega or whatever thinking, let's put everything here. Let's make this. It, it it felt like a proper Sega game, like in from the the nineties, perhaps when they were like, "Let's go crazy. Let's just yeah. do. Let's do pinball. Let's do Ikaruga. <laughs> let's do like shoot 'em up. Let's like, like mm. do fishing, and then you can run through walls and and parkour and and do like run through uh, walls or uh, through no no uh, <laughs> climb." Walls? Oh, there Maybe. we go. Not yeah, run through walls. walls. That uh, through walls. walls would be a glitch, probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but even that, maybe we haven't seen all the DLC, so who knows? Run oh, through so walls. Maybe Sonic games. Uh, ghost ghost Sonic. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wisps are coming. Yeah. Oh no! But, please. <laughs> please, God no. <laughs> <laughs> but but I I, I meant. This as a compliment as well, because I think it was awesome. It wasn't po polished. You could see that they were like throwing things in the game just because they wanted to like, I don't know what the reasoning was behind this, but I, I'm here for it. Maybe yeah. they felt they needed variety. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, think, I think people would be um, happy with just a, a decent... Uh, open world Sonic game that controls well, that looks good. Yeah, I think that's the main thing, and and it yeah. is, and it is. That's what Sonic Frontiers is. Mm -hmm. But all those other things that they put in there are nice additions, I think, and made me enjoy the game and have fun with the game. Uh, like, like just have fun. Like this is fun. I don't know why this is here. I don't know what the but logic behind, but it's fun. <laughs> yes. yeah. I'm yeah, glad yeah. it's here. Thank you. Uh, maybe, for maybe it's like what you were saying, Casey, where they, they, they don't know what to, to cater to everyone, so they just did everything. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, as for the part where I didn't mean this as a, as a compliment, but more of a criticism, is that obviously some things felt like they were not really connected with everything else. They were, um, there was a little bit of lack of polish as well. Although this, if this, if we're seeing this and looking at this as the first in uh, what the future of 3D Sonic will be, uh, we can give it a pass. And, mm. and I think that's where, or what everyone is saying about this game is like, it's a, a good, Starting point, it's a good foundation, yeah. And hopefully, they will build upon this in future games, and we'll get a, a, an awesome, amazing, uh, like ten out of ten Sonic three D Sonic game in the future. Uh, we'll but that see. depends we'll see. if that if they're gonna are they gonna continue the trend of this style of game? Do you think, or are they gonna go back to the drawing board like they seem to do every other game? I so hope they stick with this formula, but just polishes it and builds on it to make it uh, better. Like, I absolutely agree. This is mm -hmm. an amazing foundation, but you need to build on it. It needs to mature. I think what would be nice to see is this style of gameplay, but set in like Sonic's world 
where he, you know he's running around green hills, he's running around, but they're they're the open zones, and that would be amazing. You know, and the characters are just there out in the open. They don't have to be the sort of like honing in virtual reality sort of cyber version of Tales. He just happens to be there. You bump into him, you chat to him, you know, and, and then they can corporate, incorporate these sort of Sonic Adventure ideas where, you know, maybe one level is you're playing as Knuckles or something. Do you know what I mean? That's I think that's what mm. everyone kind of wants. They want that sort of gameplay where we can choose a different character for once. I know games at the moment are like constantly Sonic, Sonic, Sonic. But going back to sort of those Sonic Adventure ideas where you get a few stages of Tails mixed in with fishing, mixed in with treasure hunting, perhaps not so much, you know, specifically that, that those types of gameplay. I, I, I'm not, not too fussed about having treasure hunting challenges in the future, mm. but <laughs> being able to play as those characters yeah. and do different things, uh, I think would be a neat addition to this formula. All, all I'm thinking there is, yes, I would absolutely like to, like to see that, but finish the things that you do and make it work and polish it before you add other things so that you get one good thing instead of three unpolished, unfinished things. Yeah. Okay. So to complement that, and before we I get into that, I, I wanted to mention one more thing in regards to the story. Yeah. I felt a little bit like the story was what we got in the end was like incomplete. Yeah, agreed. I don't know if on purpose so as to you know uh, we can uncover more things like this whole past world and what happened to the this ancient civilization in the future in future games. Or because they ran out of like time or it didn't fit the the game. I don't know what the reasoning was, but I felt like it was a little bit rushed at at times. You got glimpses of things, but not really like many things were not fully explained, which for me, I'm not really fussed because I'm not really here for the story, although it it helps if it's good. But um, maybe Lime, and you were saying you agree, so maybe for you that was a thing that you noticed as well. Yeah, it was. Uh, I there there are definitely questions, and I don't mind questions, but at, at least like you should feel like, oh yeah, there was a climax, and now it is resolved, and I'm looking forward to the next experience. Here it was like, uh, so what was that? That's the thing in the sky, that symbol, like, did, am I dumb or did we at all get an explanation for yeah, that at all? Yeah, not like, really. What was that? <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, it's not a cliffhanger either, is it? It's like... Mm. You, you, yeah. you, I mean, yeah, not, not a cliffhanger, like something that leads you to believe that there's something, there will be something in the future, Yeah, but not really it a was, cliffhanger. It was gameplay-wise for me there as well. Like, I defeated Supreme very easily. And I'm like, that was, for me, easier than Giganto, like the first boss. And I, 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 I remember having the exact same reaction that Sonic had, like, before Sonic even had it. Like, was that it? 
<laughs> yeah. it was just was that really no that no that can't be it that can't have been the last the last boss did you complete it on hard though i did uh beat the end yeah okay he's he's that good (laughs) he's that good james yeah but yeah that's only on hard mode like if you're going to be in normal mode the uh, the supreme is the final boss so true yeah yeah i I know what you're saying there that the first the first titan was an epic moment for me yeah especially with the music as well i know we haven't really touched too much on the on the music but the music that is like my genre of choice anyway like metalcore screamy music i love that um so that i know <laughs> i know a lot of people were shocked a bit i suppose going from like you're just running around the open world and then suddenly you're like yell it's well, supersonic and it just kicks in with screaming and stuff and it's like insane and it's like it is like an <laughs> yeah. end boss moment isn't it yeah yeah, yes, yeah 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 yes 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 i love that so much i know people were saying it felt a little bit out of place you know as it as it happened but for me it was just insane it was like that's the kind of stuff from Sonic that I love. And I wasn't expecting, mm. you know, that kind of a, a humongous boss. In fact, the thought of a Titan at first, this kind of thing, seemed a bit strange to be in a Sonic game. But when you're actually flying around a supersonic and it's just, you know, you smash him in the face and then mm. you're bringing all the stuff on him and then throwing a rocket at the the next boss, the, the Wyvern or whatever... Yeah. Um, those moments stand out the most for me. Yeah, and uh, again, it's probably it because of the music. The freaking mountain! It is badass. <laughs> it is so amazing. I love it. Yeah, but definitely the music just in those moments just makes those even even more special. Epic, epic. Really. Yeah, yes, so yes. much. Yeah, adrenaline. It obviously, I, I didn't mention the music because I think we've established that. Music in Sonic games is always good, but this has a lot of variety as well. Love, yeah. love how the 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 music in in the the islands like has let those variations as you keep progressing through the the game. You get the chaos emeralds, and the music changes a little bit, and then a little bit more, and then mm-hmm. at the end, like you feel like you've completed that island. Yeah. Um, and the it's a different genre, obviously not metalcore, but uh, <laughs> enjoyable as well. I know what you mean. Enjoy, I enjoyed the the pinball and the the shoot 'em up like bonus stages as well. They got Hero to do that, like uh, the guy behind Outrun and okay, uh, uh, Fetzy Zone and yeah, which is awesome. Those felt like I, I when I listened to them, I felt like oh, this is like. Hero, this is classic Sega music uh, from uh, the yes. arcades. So, mm. like those, like those whistles from the Fantasy Zone soundtrack. Uh, I think in the in either in the pinball or the I think it's pinball stage. I think, but amazing, amazing. So obviously the soundtrack, uh, hands down, one of the best Sonic soundtracks in recent memory, for sure. At least for me. I like this, the cyber stage music as well. Yep. Yeah. 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 Again, very different. Yep. I, yeah. I was so surprised that because I kind of expected it to be one song per environment. It was just like you come back when you play like a chemical planet environment, it would be like the same music um, all the time. But 
they like it's it's a different song every time. I was yeah, very surprised true. by that. Yeah. yeah. Considering there's like it's getting on for probably about forty or fifty cyber stages and there's a spe- you know, a unique track for each of them. Yeah, indeed. Very good. Was it too much though? <laughs> I'm probably contradicting myself, but uh, too the much parody in the songs. Because, because you know, when uh, you have, if you think about Sonic, uh, classic Sonic games, right? Mm. Every zone has a song, mm. has a theme. Maybe you have a variation in the second act or something, but something that you can like. Um, it it gets stuck into your head and you remember oh that's the stage this stage has this song and like like uh, james said before you create memories um connected to the songs that you hear in the game mm. but here it's hard to i at least for me i haven't played the game like every day for months and months on end what you haven't <laughs> I'll, I'll leave now i'll leave now. <laughs> But I don't think there, because there are so many, they can't be as memorable as in previous games. Mm-hmm. If that, that makes sense. sense. That makes sense. I know what you're saying, yeah. Maybe picking a theme for like Green Hill and maybe a theme for Sky Sanctuary and, you know, and Chemical Plant. So they all have like a theme, a theme song, maybe have variations throughout the different the cyberspace stages, but have the same overall theme to make it more memorable. But maybe that would be not that I'm complaining because the music is awesome. Again, I think because the music's so strong, it's just it's fine. It's just I'm, I'm surprised they did that much. To be honest, I think it's only an issue if you you're going to buy the CD soundtrack because it's like six six CDs, ninety <laughs> quid or something. <laughs> it's not a cheap cheap ordeal, but I I don't know. And I, I get what you're saying though. Yeah. But that's that's like a nitpicking here. No, nothing. But those, nothing that's why there. you've got those those standout Titan battle things because that is what you remember. Probably, probably. Yeah. Yes, yes. You're right. Okay, but going back to what you guys were saying about the story as well, and what I said as well. But one thing that, uh, and also I think James, you mentioned playable characters in the future. So there's yeah. a, a a future DLC coming. The last one. Yeah. I think it's number three. I think we have the first one is out already. Uh, we'll have a second one uh, for Sonic's birthday, I believe. And then there will be a, a third update in 2023, which features playable characters or new play- playable characters and a new story. So are you expecting some of the, thing that we, uh, the things that we mentioned here to be fixed or, um, you know, improved? With this DLC, or do we need to wait for a new, for the next, the sequel, to get them fixed? But do you think it's like an attempt to bridge the gap to the next game by like, oh, we continue to work on the game and developing? You, you know, you can play. Who can you play? I I can't remember from I the think, DLC. I think I uh, think Tails, Knuckles, and Amy. I think. Okay, so do you think they've been working on those since, and it's like? potentially bridging the gap to Sonic Frontiers 2 where those players, those characters are in the game. And this is like... That, that could be as well. I, I depend, Depends on how... how I didn't thought about the, that. <laughs> how much the gameplay is going to change by playing as those characters. I'm guessing more like challenges. Like like a, a little bit like the, um, the Sonic 06 friend missions. 
Lime's our 06 expert here. So, <laughs> so oh the, the ones, the, the little sec, the like short sections in which you could like control tails for a little bit and then yeah. another mm. one with knuckles. And so maybe I'm guessing more like short challenges with them or mm. so mostly Sonic, but there'll be a bit of a, I don't know, level with, yeah. I have no yeah. idea because uh, you'll have new story. They said new story as well. So, could it be what they were doing in cyberspace before they get rescued, or what did they do after they got rescued? I don't know. I'm kind of thinking that maybe like you're 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 gonna when you play as Knuckles, you're gonna do that on the Ares Island because that's where Knuckles was. Like maybe okay. they're gonna be locked to their own their own island that way, and then like tell the story of what they did there when Sonic wasn't there. That's a good theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think they'll do like these sort of Sonic Adventure moments that you're playing as Knuckles and you're bumping into Sonic? <laughs> so like you're mm. seeing the same oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing from their their eyes. That'd be cool. Maybe, but I think they're they are definitely going to fix some things. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, like it, it I, I I think I've heard that they are going to change the last boss a little bit, and I think the new story is going to add to the the whole completing the story thing mm-hmm. overall as well mm-hmm. okay. could be could be okay so we're we're waiting for that as well uh, that that's what we're saying uh, i i wanted to mention the biggest my biggest gripe with the game has been fixed oh and i just noticed it today with oh, the yeah. DLC. Oh, yeah, the Coco thing. Right? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. I've, I've mentioned this many, many times. Yeah. So uh, it's it's a well-documented gripe. Uh, you could, If you wanted to upgrade your um, your speed and your ring capacity, uh, you had to speak, to, you had to collect Coco and speak to uh, the elder Coco, is it? I think so. Yeah. Uh, and then it was a very... <laughs> frustrating i'm just yes. yeah, my, my my hands right now you should see them um, it was a very baffling choice to do it that way you, you had understand. you had like to press many a many times and then if you it, it was like like a, a short delay between when you could press a to keep going and, and the first option's no. The first option is no <laughs> thanks. And then you have to start over again. And you have to do it one level at a time. Right? So you, actually you had to do it one level at a time. And so I stopped at level 70. After several weeks of once a mm. week booting mm. up the game and speaking to Elder Coco, I in, like doing five levels at a time for both ring capacity and, and max speed. And then I uh, today I booted up the game again, uh, and I was at level 70 for both of those those things. And then I realized there was a new option. Mm. You could you can use all the cocoa on one of the, the, the abilities. And since I had all the needed cocoa for both, just... Very quickly, I upgraded both of my abilities and got the two remaining uh, achievements that I needed to 100% uh, quote-unquote the game. Not really, just get yeah. all the, the trophies. And so that's, yeah. for me, that that alone justifies getting the DLC. You'll even never if it's get free. back the time you spent, though. 
Yeah, indeed. I Thank never you. Got to do Thank that. you very much. I Thank never you, got James. to do that. I had already 100%ed the game, so I'm not going to be able to do that. And now with the extreme mode, it doesn't matter if you are great or not, because that's not going to do anything anyway. So that's not going to help me there. It's already too late for me. Get the DLC, save yourselves. Yes, please do. Please do. Uh, wait for the DLC. Don't upgrade before the DLC. Yeah. So, I think we've we've discussed Sonic Frontiers at length. Um, my last my last topic, the one that I shared with you guys before the, the, we we started the show, is so we said what our feelings were in terms of what we expected from 3D Sonic before Frontiers. So now that we had Frontiers, and we already touched upon this a little bit, yeah. what do we see? 3D Sonic being going forward? Will it be Sonic Frontiers 2? Will it be, or whatever it, it's called, will it be building upon this foundation? Or are Sega doing what they always do and coming up with something different? What do you Good think? Question. What do you hope for? I mean, I've, I'm still hoping that we will eventually get Sonic Adventure 3. Um, but I feel like maybe what I was thinking in my head is like slightly changed by doing the show now. Like now you've mentioned about them taking the formula that they've got here with Frontiers and trying to expand on it and improve it. Why would they go and just create a Sonic Adventure three after that? That would, I mean, it would be typical Sega sort of. Oh yes, know, changing stuff before perfecting it. <laughs> but maybe it's, it's, it's not not why James. Why not? Maybe we can inter- <laughs> intertwine them, intertwine them a bit now, and you know, Sonic Frontiers Adventure, and it's like, you know, it it takes what I was describing before, where it's like you've got these open world stages set in Sonic's universe with his friends who are playable, and you know, you can, it's a, a, a more of a story driven game, um, which I, I feel like Sonic Adventure and Adventure Two were like more cutscene heavy and. Um, I felt like Frontiers lacked that sort of a direction in terms of the story. Like like I said earlier, it wasn't really doing it for me, just going around text sort of conversations with characters hopping from one side of the map to the other for no apparent reason, I don't know. Um, but yeah, if they could... It, it is a difficult one, man, because I am, I'm, I'm, I'm probably more hopeful now because we've had such a great game in Frontiers that they can create another great 3d sonic game but then because this one's so great now previously we were like all wanting adventure 3 but now has that changed somewhat do we want more of a frontiers 2 type of game now over that um it's a, it's a difficult <laughs> you know sort of a, a thing to, to to think about now i, I, I don't want I, i'd still personally want an adventure 3 i think that would probably be a mind-blowing thing if there was like a trailer sonic adventure 3 it ended with that logo kind of thing that would be like me you know hmm. pert boner kind of <laughs> uh, but but frontiers 2 maybe could could sort of give that effect still um, could, could it if, could it be adventure 3 in the style of yeah building upon frontiers Definitely so. I, I could yeah. see that, and and like we mentioned with the the third DLC where you you've got the playable characters, perhaps like I was saying, that could be a bit of a foot in the water kind of test 
yeah. test the water to, to see how that actually goes down. I mean, what was Sonic Adventure? Like, you were in an open world, yeah. kind of, go, going around doing stuff, and then you went to different places, and in yeah. those places, there were stages. It's exactly. not that far from what Frontiers is. No, that's is. true. Yeah. yeah. My thoughts, exactly. So you could definitely mash those uh, two two genres together. That that could definitely be a thing. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that what you would like to see? Something different, something new, the same thing, or or not the same? What but I would like to more see, frontiers. I would like to see them building on this base that they have now. I am an absolute believer in that they can make a game that will make the current Sonic Frontiers look like a freaking prototype. Because there are lots of things that they could do. One of the things that I'm thinking is the platforms and the rails and, 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 and the stuff uh, mixed in the environment it kind of feels a little off to me. It doesn't really feel like it belongs to the world. So there are lots of things that you could do to have those kinds of, if we call them puzzles, to be a lot more integrated visually with the environment that they are in. Like you, maybe you don't need these shiny platforms in a forest. Maybe they should be like wooden planks or like actual br actual bridges, you know, really um, make them feel a part of their environment a little bit more. Uh, I feel that would be, May, I, I think that would make a huge difference in the feel of the game. Like if they implement that and then we go back to Sonic Frontiers and we see like platforms that seems to just be, you know, not a part of the world at all, we will look back at that and feel like, okay, yeah, this was like a cool idea, but now this looks like a prototype. I feel like just doing that one thing mm -hmm. would greatly enhance the... Uh, immersion of the whole thing. Uh, I would definitely like to see it merged with the adventure formula as well. Kind of do it like a mix between Sonic Adventure, like the open world thingy, and then you have stages to go go through. But then you, when you go to stages, it would be actual stages, not like these bite-sized ones <laughs> that there are in Frontiers right now. Yeah. So there, there are definitely so much potential there uh, and they could go so much so far with um, the next game if they wanted to again mm -hmm. making this game feel like a prototype i am convinced of that yeah do you feel like the boost system doesn't lend itself well to what we want from an adventure style stage where it's more you know, it's still fast, but it's more on the exploration of the stage. Like if you think of um, Emerald Coast or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah you I know, can... you know what I mean. It's these these a lot of elements to that stage. Mm. Um, whereas in Frontiers and the most recent sort of three D Sonic games, it just boost, and that's why the 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 stage is like forty seconds long, or you mm. know, one and a half one and a half minutes max, mm. and when you really think about all of the cyber stages in Sonic Frontiers. Can you memorize them? You know, you think, oh, like, oh, one seven, 
you know, in your head, can you picture how that stage looks right now? Yeah, definitely not. It's very difficult, isn't it? Whereas, mm. like in Sonic Adventure, each stage has a proper name, like Speed Highway. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and you instantly can picture that stage and the layout in your head. And I suppose because there's not as many stages as well, you've got like what Sonic's got 10, 11 mm. maybe in Sonic Adventure, mm. and the full, fully fledged stages. So I think if they could do that kind of an idea with Frontiers, it's just whether or not the boost system lends itself well to that. I don't know. Yeah, I could definitely see them uh, banning the boost formula and go back to more like an adventure formula there to make that happen. I Mm -hmm. could definitely see that. And for me, like, I wouldn't mind. Like, at all. Because they could still have the boost element and the open world bit. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. I I wouldn't mind at all. I, to be perfectly honest, I wouldn't mind getting rid of the cyberspace stages. (gasps) Shock horror. Because as enjoyable as some of them were, I felt like they were more of a chore, something that I needed to do in order to go back to the open world where I had a lot of fun and progress through the game. They don't bother me but they're not as or they were not as fun for me as like the the open world was i could see if if we would were to get a, a sonic adventure 3 in the style of frontiers or frontiers in the style of sonic adventure 3 whatever um, that we the, the the stages would have to be rethinked and we'd have maybe the move set would have to be adjusted as well mm. But uh, many people consider uh, the date stages in Unleashed to be like the pinnacle of 3D Sonic with the boost system. I understand why. Um, I don't know if I feel that way, but I think I understand why people say that. And they are longer than these cyberspace stages. They're more elaborate. They're they have different elements. They have like set pieces and whatnot, and yeah. maybe that would work. More memorable. Yeah, they're more memorable. They have different names. They're like uh, continents or countries or whatever, and um, maybe that could be a solution to that whole. How do we make uh, Sonic Adventure three with proper stages that are? Um, more memorable and fun than the cyberspace stages. I don't know. But I, I I would love, as for my opinion on this matter, I would love to see Sonic Team build on this foundation that, that I think Sonic Frontiers is. I think everything that we've seen so far, that we've heard about the game, that we've um, heard from the developers as well, I think... It feels like this is the start of a new concept that has been well received, at least in terms of sales. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I think they have to take it more seriously as well since the success of the movie. Yeah. Because a lot of, obviously, they, they've, they probably gained a ton of fans from that. So yeah. it's not just like people like Sonic fans that are going to pick it up now. It, it has to appeal to a, a larger audience. Yeah. And so yeah. I think they really are taking it seriously. And I think when they came up with the concept for Sonic Frontiers, perhaps originally it probably would have been more in line with the forces. But then since that, they've maybe seen 
how they've got to put a bit more effort into these 3D Sonic games going forward. And I think Sonic Frontiers is definitely feels like the start of that renaissance mm. somewhat. I'm so happy that finally I like I feel seen like um like it it feels like they are now seeing my demographic demo, demographic as well and not only like M- middle-aged people. <laughs> uh it it hurts James, it hurts. Young young adults Casey. Yeah. <laughs> At least, yes. <laughs> at, at, at least they they don't seem to with this game thinking more like oh Sonic is for childish children and we should make it such. Uh, hear it like it, they, they've made it enjoyable for all of us here, which I feel is definitely the right move. Yeah, bit darker in tip. Some, you know, mm, yeah. well, originally I was thinking like my wife said, "Are you going to play the new Sonic game with my daughter?" And I was thinking like, "Yeah, she'd probably like that." But when I started playing it, I was thinking actually, some of the enemies and the the Titans and stuff probably a bit too scary for like a three year old. So, <laughs> um, okay. I haven't actually done that, but but you know what I mean. It's it, yeah, it is more catered to a a young adult. Hashtag mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. listen to the middle aged men. Uh, yeah. <laughs> One yes, question that yes. I that uh, that I have that that I want to that I want to touch upon, like the um, reusing game design in mm-hmm. the cyberspaces, so cyber stages, cyberspace stages, based on previous stages, genius or lazy? Lazy, <laughs> lazy. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that because we've seen your green ill, your chemical plant, and that, that that reuse so much. And when you, you know, going back to the adventure games, when you do think of those stages, they are every bit unique in themselves, aren't they? The um, just every every three D Sonic game starts with green ill, doesn't it? Or even even the, you know, the Sonic Mania started with green ill. It's kind of the the fail safe. So it came to no surprise when you know you delve into the first cyber stage and it's it's green ill. You know, it's. Um, I feel like maybe that probably does come under laziness in terms of playing it safe. That said, if we were to get a, a proper open world Green Hill zone, that that would be okay. Or Green Hill opinion. world, yeah. that would be awesome. I would yeah. love to do that. Like, w- like we've seen in a few uh, fan games right? mm-hmm. people have tried to do to recreate that in an open... Not like the Sonic Adventure 2 one, the one you unlocked with all the emblems. Something like a proper... Like like an, uh, one of the islands, but being Green Hill with all the colors and the... Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Like the oh, bad cool. nicks, that would be cool, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, one, one, one part of me felt it was interesting to try to figure out what stage that this cyberspace was based on it was a little bit of a puzzle for me and like oh i i wonder what this stage is Mm. but at the same time if you are a designer you're, you're gonna have to think about how will this be received and i i i don't think most people would see it that way like oh yeah oh yeah i get to figure out what uh, stage that this is based on 
like they are they are and which they did as well gonna think that that's kind of lazy like now they're trying to get away with uh copy pasting things like they've done so many times already they did it in mania yeah yeah i was thinking you meant just like like the environment it seems no, I'm not just talking about the, actually, I'm not talking about the environment here. I'm talking about <laughs> like the game, like building the stage up based on previous stages. Like we have Radical Highway, for example. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. In there. I think from that perspective, even lazier, mm. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Uh, although genius, because, you know, Probably, in terms of time, it saved them a lot of time. Yeah. You know, just reusing parts of previous Sonic stages, just pitting them with, you know, like a different layout, a different, like, uh, ambient, um, retooling it as, like, uh, Green Hill or Chemical Plant or whatever. But it would have been nice to see something new something that even if it were like strange like really like a cyber spacey thing right like mm-hmm. cybernetic and, and digital and not just like the you looked at the sky and there were like glitches and at some certain points in the the horizon but mm. like a proper like digital thingy whatever i i'm not really sure what they could do with that but maybe but something that looked different and felt different and had definitely new a new design in terms of the the stage design as well the level design Mm -hmm. i think that would be more genius than just reusing and retooling things that we've seen before yeah, when I was was playing like the Metal Harbor version or the City Escape version, you know, don't get me wrong, I, th- I thought those were like standout moments to me because it was like, oh, oh, this is based on that, you know, Sonic Adventure stage. But beyond that, I do get Lime's point. I feel like they probably could have spent more time, and that's you know potentially what they could do with the a, a future installment of Frontiers, whatever the, the next plans are. Is to to go back to the drawing board in terms of stage design, but again, for me, not so important. And so I think we're entering nitpicking territory here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, so just to be clear, because I I think sometimes we spend a lot of time just speaking about the, the things we don't like, mm. <laughs> that maybe we give people the wrong impression. Again, this is a good game. This is yeah. a good Sonic it's game. Because, it's because it's so good. That you know, it's it's. I suppose it's it's harder to talk about the bad things, but the bad things are like the things that stand out. Yeah, maybe. they stand out because you you, you want. If those things yeah. were right, it would be like a ten out of ten game. Mm-hmm. Whereas to me, it's like it is a nine out of ten game. So it's like it's an amazing game still, and it blew me away to be honest. Because mm-hmm. again, going back to the expectation things, I, it was better than my expectations were going into it. So I think in that sort of sense, it's a, a proper win from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it's, comes from a place of love for yeah. the games. So yeah, that's exactly, what exactly. There, there, there is a difference between pointing out flaws um, of a game that you dislike and pointing out flaws of a game that you love. Yeah. It's, um, mm-hmm. 
definitely for sure. There. For sure. Okay, so Lime and Skill Gym. Um, any small issue or praise, whatever you want to mention before we wrap up this uh, episode of the Sega Lounge. We're not going to do any more negatives after that, <laughs> what you've just mentioned. But yeah, just if you haven't played Frontiers, I mean, I'd, I'd, you probably haven't got to the end of whatever length of the podcast this is, listening to us talk about Frontiers if you've not played it. But if you are one of the few that haven't played it, I would definitely recommend it. Um, don't listen to any naysayers out there. Judge, judge the game for yourself. And uh, I think for the most part, it has been a highly acclaimed game, um, which is rare with Sonic 3D games. Um, and, and possibly the rarity of that is why people were a little bit worried going into it. But because it has turned out to be such a, an amazing game, um, I think it has got all the credit it it did deserve in the end, and um, I think that tells tells the story of the reason why you need to play it if you haven't, which I, I don't think anyone listening hasn't played it. So, <laughs> I am so happy that they went the direction that they went. They uh, broadened the target um, audience. They seemed to be much more ambitious with this when it comes to quality like in every aspect uh and i absolutely hope that they continue with this and like continue if if i can put it in these words like in taking it seriously like making it the star franchise that it in my opinion should be should continue to be uh, so I really hope that they continue in this direction, and uh, mm. yeah, it's quality over quantity. Yep. Yeah. Indeed. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Nothing else to add here. <laughs> agree. I agree with everything that you've said. So thank you very much, guys, for joining me for this celebration, if you will, of six months of uh, Sonic Frontiers. Again, we are still waiting for the two like two DLCs that mm -hmm. remain for the year. We had one is available already for free, by the way. So if you haven't, uh, by some reason, downloaded it, just update the game and uh, give it a try. Especially if you haven't updated um, or upgraded all of Sonic's abilities, please don't do it before you download the DLC. Save yourself the headache. <laughs> Save yourself the frustration, yeah, and just just go with DLC first. It's actually um, a really good time to come to the game if you if you know yeah. you didn't play it first with this DLC, the music editions and like the quality to life with that that upgrades definitely makes the game even better. To be honest, I wish I wish I had the, those options at first. Yes, yes, and uh, the game's been on sale several times at least i think if we're not counting steam i think twice at least since it launched hmm. on every platform it, i think it came down in price quite early on didn't it yes like. yes yes indeed so if you haven't picked it up do yourself a favor and uh try it out definitely recommend it from all three of us <laughs> so yeah, very much so 
Skill Jim, how can people find you on the interwebs? Well, hopefully they don't hunt me down in person, but on the inter- <laughs> how can people find you? Tell yeah. us. Tell us Where? Your on, on the interwebs, I am just mainly on Twitter for the most part, at Skill Jim. Um, for the rest of the part, I'm part of the co-ownership of Shemu Dojo. So if you like Shemu, hit up ShemuDojo.com and you'll, you'll find everything there. YouTube videos, Twitch streams, magazines, bloody all sorts. So yeah, that's that's where you'll find me mm-hmm. on the interwebs. I hear Ryo Hazuki will be playable in the last wave of DLC for Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> Just Imagine a rumor. That. Yeah. Nothing confirmed. No, it's not not even that. I'm, I'm sorry. True. No, I'm sorry to disappoint, but no, no. no. Well, not like get sweaty. Very sweaty, <laughs> but running around like that. Uh. Yes. <laughs> oh, the possibilities. Anyway, that's great. Lime, uh, we know you constantly deliver uh, on on everything. Oh, right. So <laughs> how can people, where can people find you apart from your home address oh, on right, the interwebs? Yeah. yeah. People can find me on uh, Twitter and Twitch, Lime Reversed on uh, both. Uh, on Twitter, I just post random stuff. On Twitch, I 100% uh, games, mostly Sonic games. Yeah, recommended as well. So you both get the Sega Lounge seal of approval, so people should definitely check out these two awesome uh, friends of the podcast. Um, thank you very much, guys, for taking the time to talk Sonic, to talk Sonic Frontiers. Always a pleasure. Always Amazing. a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you, Casey. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And enjoy Sonic Frontiers. The Sega Lounge will be back next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The Sega Lounge, hosted by me, Casey, and part of Radio Sega's network of live shows and podcasts. Theme song and incidental music by OSC. Find them at opussciencecollective.bandcamp.com. Got any suggestions? Drop me an email to podcast at thesegalounge.com. Find us at The Sega Lounge on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find previous episodes of the show by going to thesegalounge.com and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Mixed on Productions podcast.